What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, and this week's sponsorship is from your Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and read them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from Toppy Choose, start playing, start strolling, and start listening. You can follow any topics as you simply as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, even for the Kardashians. It will find you on the latest article and you read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, is on there as well. Yes, it is. Shout out to Newsy for that. I start using it as a as my default podcast app. Download and use Newsly for free from now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. Use the promo code Mr. Gentleman that I will also put in the description and receive one more free premium subscription. So you already know, y'all download Newsly now. Check it out. Support them, y'all. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman. Like that podcast. And enjoy the show. You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Season 7. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, one fourth of the Premier Boys Podcast, and your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hope all is well. And on this episode, I got my special guest. But she is the first guest of season seven. She is a returning guest. If y'all remember for episode 114, we started a new segment called the Top 20 Countdown Show. And on that first episode, we did our favorite movies. And we had Jay Lynn on the show for that episode. And, you know, that episode did, was so good. We had decided to do a part two of the episode. So we got Jay Lynn back on the show. And we're going to give you a part two of our favorite movies. So we're going to do from 40 to 21. Pretty much a continuation from the last episode me and Jalen did together. So yeah, I know this could be a fun episode and check it out. And y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back. This is Laquita from the Queen of Me podcast, and you're listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.
Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, it's time for Mr. Gentleman Facts Quote of the Day. And today's quote of the day is, keep going till your vision is fulfilled because the hard work is never done. And I say this because if you really love something and you know that it could work, keep going till your vision is fulfilled. And that is today, Mr. Gentleman Facts Quote of the Day. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from, and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for spin-up semi-Thursdays where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Like That Pocket Spinoff Series all in one day, where we have a conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday at 12 a.m. The Old School Show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, The Pods, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. And tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled program. My name is Jalan Salah, and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, I got my special guest. She is the first guest for Season 7 of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. She is a returning guest. If y'all remember from episode 114, I started a new segment called the Top 20 Countdown Show. And the first episode of that of the, um, that new segment, we have our favorite movie. 
and we have Miss Jalen on the show. She's been on the show before. This will be her third time on the show, and I brought her back for this episode because, you know, me and her have an amazing conversation, and we both love movies and many other things. So she is now a part of one half of the Finding Girl podcast along with Michelle. We got Miss Jalen on the show, back on the show. Miss Jalen, how are you doing? Welcome back on the show. Hello, Kenny. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're, you already know, and I'm happy to bring you back. You ain't know, you and me, all we got really dope conversation, and I'm looking forward to having this, another one with you, so. The best ever. And I'm always excited to be on the Mr. Gentleman podcast, you know that. Yes, yes. yes. You're like and one of my favorite podcast friends and online friends. Uh, and I really appreciate that, and thank thank you for that, and thank you for that. And before before we get to the list, before we get to the before we get to the list, I'm actually I have a couple of questions. So I'm actually a couple of questions. Ooh, so, questions. Yes. Yeah, so the first question is, what was the last movie you seen in theaters? Since since we since we done the episode, what was the last movie you seen? Oppenheimer. And oh, oh my I- gosh. I- I was mind blown and I gotta prepare a video review for this because it it kind of scared me. Okay, like I know everybody's like talking about, you know, all the amazing direction and all the cool effects and stuff like that. But for me, it was a scary movie because it was the insight of a brilliant mind and how unlimited brilliance can sometimes have consequences. So I loved it so much. That's really good. I did not see that movie yet, but I definitely am going to see it. Hey, I heard I heard amazing things about that movie, and I definitely go check that movie out. The last movie I saw in movie theaters, it was back in May. I saw The Little Mermaid. That was the last movie I've seen in movie theaters. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And, I, and I'm not gonna lie, it was amazing. Think, isn't she amazing? Yeah, she's definitely amazing. Yes, and I'm not gonna lie, they were probably one of the best. Disney, um, that's good. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the best Disney live action I've seen it in a while, and yeah, yeah it, was, it was really good. It was really good. Right. And, yeah, but I know it's definitely more. I think, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. It wasn't that good, but she was amazing, Haley. Yeah, Haley yeah, was just was, yeah. perfect. But the movie wasn't. No, it wasn't my best. But her voice was just amazing, and that was what drew me to her. But the remakes, I think Disney should kind of like reevaluate. The remix things because it's mm. getting really bad, really bad. Yeah, because we do got a lot more in the way. This came out with um, you know, um, Peter Pan and Wendy. I had not watched that one. They're also coming out with um, Mufasa, a prequel of Lion King. No, yeah. I'm not gonna watch this. Don't do this to Lion King, you guys. No. <laughs> we, 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 we already see the 2019, and we know how that went. <laughs> we see. We spoke about it on the last episode. We know how that went. Went <laughs> and also, downhill. Yes, and also I heard they got uh, Snow White. Uh, and I, from the reactions, I'm like, okay, I don't yeah. really want to see this one. No, thank you. Uh, thank I you very agree. Much. Yeah, so far I have a really bad reaction about Snow White so far. So I don't, I don't think I want to see that either. But my next question is, what movie do you want to see in movie theaters that have not came out yet? I was waiting for it, but unfortunately, they delayed it. Dune 2. Why, you guys? I feel bad. I was, like, preparing myself. November, hello. And then, nope. March 2024. Mm. 
And what, what what movie is that? Dune two, Dune Part two. Oh, Dune! Oh, Dune! Yeah. Oh, wow, nice, nice. I know. For me, I do want to see the Ninja Turtle, the new, the new Ninja Turtle movie that just came out. I heard I know. really, I heard really good things about it. That one movie I definitely want to see. And a couple more movies that I want to see, but of course, you know, a lot of a lot of movies got delayed due to the writer strike. And funny yeah. you brought that up. Funny you brought that up because that is my next question. How do you feel about this writer strike that's going on right now? Honestly, for me, okay, for me, I feel it's very. I love movies. I love, love to watch movies. It would be really bad if things get delayed and stuff like that. But it won't be worse than being someone fighting for their payment for their money like how selfish can i be what are you guys talking about we're consumers what if i was their place because this is this is a mentality taught to me yeah. like i was raised like that and i got taught to this when i was working on myself you know like with yoga with therapy and stuff like that to become a better version of myself like always put yourself in the other person's place so imagine if you were a struggling actor i'm not talking about hollywood elite you know get paid in millions and live in mansions no 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 no. i'm talking about the working actor who scrapes his living or her living and they go from one audition to another not booking anything and these people writers who write their heart out and get scrapes get nothing out of profitable amazing movies that make millions and all go into the ceo's pockets so i'm sorry i support that people strike for their rights and even if this affects my viewership as a fan what does that even mean like exactly, someone yeah. starving so that i can be enjoying myself at the movie theater no thank you this is not how it was you know made programmed to live you know, I, I agree with you, you know, even though we, we do love movies, we do love TV shows, and a lot of stuff getting delayed because of it, what, what they fight for is way more important than what, what we want to watch. As long as they get the money that they deserve, the payment that they deserve, and their rights, I feel like that's more important now, and I support them 100%. Ooh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Also, I heard about, you know, the AI taking over their jobs. How do you feel about that? AI taking over their jobs. I hate it, okay? <laughs> Don't ask me about AI. I hate AI. It scares the <laughs> shit out of me. Imagine seeing movies by actors who die. Or just yeah. an actor who didn't even act in the movie and it's AI. No, I don't like that. Thank yeah. you very much. I don't want to watch that movie. I'm not interested. Considering me old school, I'm not interested. I, I agree with you. and I agree with you. And we always talk about old school stuff. Old school stuff is way, you know, way more than, Dope. you know... New school. Good. I got. I got another question, but I'm gonna say. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it until we get to the topic. But now it's time to get. Now it's time to get to the main topic, which is our favorite movie, part two. If y'all remember, we did part one before. We did from one to twenty to one, and both of us have amazing lists. But but you know this episode was so good, we had to do part two. So now we are doing from forty to twenty one. It's a continuation of you know the episode for last time if y'all want to check out the last episode check out mr gentleman like that podcast episode 114 so jalen so now we got you back in the show so so what is your number 40 what's your first we're going to ask you to go first like last time lady first of course what's your number 40 okay it's this amazing horror movie that is not only about horror too it's called crawl uh, it was released in 2019, directed by Alexander Aha and starring Kaya Scodillario, Barry Pepper, Morfit Clark. 
it's they were all unknown actors to me but i was going into it i think i remember seeing it in the movie theater and when i came out i felt wet and this is when you feel that the movie affects you it's i think it's an amazing movie about family about grief about bonds it's not just a scary movie although it was really scary and intense and all these alligators were just oh my god but still it was just so intense and so mesmerizing so i loved it so much nice you said what the movie called crow you said crow crow well my, so my question so this is the this is the question i wanted to ask is there is it a reboot i feel like that they had a original version of that right i think so i'm not not sure i don't know i maybe but i don't know probably hmm. well, well, probably well, it's a reboot or something so so him him out of question i'm saying i got a question to ask how do you feel about reboots how do you feel about reboots <sighs> well sometimes they're good but most of the time no like a reboot is just sometimes i feel it's unnecessary like for me maybe they take a very very old movie like Nosferatu, one of the movies that I'm gonna mention here. I think it was yeah. a reboot from 1921, and then they had something in the 70s, and both were so good, and you could feel that the yeah. director had their own touch. But most of the time, it's pointless. Like, have you seen the Heather's reboot? It was off the craft. <laughs> you guys are ruining all these 90s classics. Why are you yeah, doing yeah. this? Tell me. No, no, I reject them all. So for me, it's rare that you see a reboot and you feel like. Wow. Now this was something else. He had a different angle, he had a different perspective. Mostly it's just, you know, like laziness. Mm. Yeah. I know when it comes to reboots, it's it's a hit and miss for me, you know. Some reboots they do it so well. Some reboots they do so well. They take something thing for the original and they make it, you know, fresh for the new generation. Yes. But then there's some reboots where they just do it just to do it and it's pretty much like a cash grab. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and you could tell that it was like you mentioned laziness and you could tell that it was no passion behind it. It was just something that wanted to be done because either they were either a fan of the original or they didn't want to do it to make money. And exactly. some, and I feel like that should not be the case. Totally. I totally agree with you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, my number 40, I believe is a reboot. <laughs> by the way, it is a reboot Tell by the way. <laughs> and um This this movie came out in the 1970s. The original came out in 1970s, 70s, but the reboot came out in 1940. I mean, in 2014, 2014. And this movie called About Last Night. And this movie got <laughs> Kevin Hart. It got Michael Ealy, um, Joy Bryan, and Regina Hall. And I like a lot. Yes, and I'm not gonna lie. This is this is a romantic comedy, and this is a really, really funny movie. <laughs> like, it's a really funny movie. I like the concept of it. I never saw the original, but for a reboot, this is pretty good. About last night is a really good movie. I should check it out. I love Kevin Hart. I have to check it out, of course. And Regina, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna watch it because it sounds hilarious. Like Kevin Hart it, makes it, me laugh it, so much. No, it's very, it's very hilarious. And Kevin Hart and Regina Hall chemistry in that movie is really. It, it would have you die because it really did have me dying. Them two together, off the back, it was it's wow. pretty dope. And funny thing is, three fourths of them was in the same movie before. Can you, do you do you know what movie that is? No. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you, stay like a man. 
Oh my goodness, I don't think I have seen this. Man like a man. Wow, you're giving me education here. All these movies, I'm gonna write them down. And I did this with your last list, by the way. Oh, started oh, watching I, them, they were amazing ones. I, I did watch some of your list. I got through, I watched a couple more. You know, pretty dope choices. And yeah, but, uh-huh. about last, but About Last Night is a dope movie. You gotta check it out. And yeah, and before you get to your number 39, I just wanna say this disclaimer. The picks is our opinions. So if y'all get mad about either our picks, this is our opinion. This is our favorite movies. This is our exactly. favorite. I had to, to say that. I had to say that. All right, so what Don't come up to us. Don't come up to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your number 39? It's The Passenger, okay? It's this 1975 movie directed by Michelangelo Antonioni and starring Jack Nicholson and Maria Schneider. And I gotta tell you, this movie is so artsy. They don't make these movies anymore and I don't think they will be made anymore because all the authors are dying. So, I mean, Barry Jenkins is one of those modern authors whom I love and he's not doing stuff. So I'm kind of like waiting. Like even, I think her name is Gina Price... Jenna Price, I don't know, she directed this amazing movie called Beyond the Lights, and then she directed um, The Woman King by Viola Davis. So, oh, yeah, yeah. she was, she just made this amazing movie, Love and Basketball, and then she made Beyond the oh, Lights, oh, and wow. I was like, this girl is just, what a director, and then they took her, they snatched her again, to the, the land of superheroes, okay, which I know everybody loves, but for me, yeah. I want her to make back older movies like she used to do in the past. So, for me, these movies are gems. When you watch them now, you feel like, oh my god, cinema has changed so much. I miss these movies, and I wish I could have more of them, but lucky for me, there are lists and lists by directors which I gotta check out. So, The Passenger is just one of those movies. You get lost in the picture. Mm, I feel like I've definitely seen that movie before. The Passenger. That sounds Master. really familiar. I think I did. I said Jack Nicholson's in there. I think I did see this movie before. A long, a long time ago. I think I've seen the movie a long Most time probably, ago. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I, as, as anything, I probably got to watch it to refresh my memory. So I definitely got to check this movie out. Yes. Again. So my number 30, my number 39 is I got this movie that was made in 1993. And, you know, as a kid, this movie was a big thing for me. I said this as one of my honorable bitches on the last episode, but I decided to add it to my list. And as a kid, it was, it was a big thing because we didn't see no black superheroes on like us on movies, so this was the first yeah. black. This was the first black superhero in our in movies. Is um the Media Man. It was made by Robert Thompson. They have an all star cast: Eddie Griffin, James Earl Jones in this movie, Bill Cosby was in this movie, um, um Maya Gibbs was in this movie. It was a lot of a, a, a lot of legends in this movie, and definitely. Yeah, and I enjoyed this movie. I've seen this movie recently because I haven't watched this in a long time. And I've been looking for this movie for a very, very long time. And I happened to find it. So I watched it. And it's just like how I remember as a kid. And I love, love the Media Man. And Mar- and funny thing, I didn't know that Marvel brought Media Man. I didn't, didn't know that. Or, or they used it for like a, really? a, a, a collab or something. Yeah, I, I found out that recently. I'm not sure either they brought them or it was a... Or it was like a partnership or something. But, Ooh, la la. Wow. Yeah, 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 I know. And medium. It's an amazing movie. You've never seen it. A black I'm first black superhero to be on our movie screens, I believe. Maybe if if I if I'm wrong, let me know. 
but and and in our generation that was the black first black superhero that was on our, our movie screens definitely it's an amazing feeling when you see someone representing you on the screen because it's for me it's a rarity so when i see something that just makes me feel like connecting or seeing it feels like wow yes yeah definitely and i like all like, this is one movie i do want to see a reboot on though I, I was gonna want, tell I, you, this one deserves yeah. a reboot. Yes, this dude deserves a reboot, and the fact that Robert Tosser is still alive, but he could direct, he could write and direct this movie, and just bring a reboot. He, I know he, I know if he were to do it, he would do it. His vision, uh, he would do it right, because he could be, he could be even be in it too, but not as media man, but as some a character like like his father. Okay. Yes, I feel, I feel like I don't know if all amazing young black actors now whom I feel yeah. really deserve to get their potential and be seen so I hope they get one of them hopefully Jarell Jerome please anybody that just feels <laughs> like because I love him so much and I'm just burning because I really want to see him more hello so yeah, yeah definitely there's a lot a lot of great actors to choose from now yeah uh, yeah of course um like B Jordan of course yeah, I mean, if things change, it's possible for him to things change due to the last time we spoke about him, Jonathan Majors. If things change, could be through trying to figure out what's going on with that. And it's a, it's a lot of amazing actors out there who could you know portray for that role. So, yeah, I, I think Michael B. Jordan might be the best fit, though. I think Michael B. Jordan could be the best fit. He's amazing. Yeah, and he has the physique too, and he's just like he, he really needs this role to emerge even more because he's. He's totally out there, and he's totally got a great fan base. But still, we need to see him more and more. I, I agree. I agree. So, what is your number thirty-eight? Okay, my number thirty-eight is this movie, Colossal. Okay, it's mm. twenty sixteen, directed by Nacho Vigalando, and starring Anne Hathaway, Jason Sudeikis, and Dan Stevens. And this movie caught me by surprise because I was like, an Anne Hathaway movie. Okay, great. Let me watch her. <laughs> and this movie. It's mind-blowing. Imagine having a monster replica of you. What? And it also, I feel like it talks a lot about addiction too, about depression. It's it's oh, wow. it's brilliantly made, and it's also very interactive, and it's also good for all the geeks, all the nerds out there, myself included. Like if you I love am, monsters, am, you know, like that. <laughs> That's why I'm recommending. If you haven't seen it, this is your movie, man. Just go and watch it. Well, I never seen this movie, but but now I might have to check it out. I definitely gonna have to check it out. How cool! The coolest, I tell you, coolest, and yeah. also it has a bit of toss to leave you like, wow, you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna add this to my life. I gotta check this movie out. All right, so my number thirty-eight. We got this comedy movie. It's pretty funny, and this have a trilogy. Got three parts to it. The second one was my favorite out of the three. I got the Hangover franchise. It's a, it's a really, love it, love it. It's a really, really funny movie, and you, you, yeah, I think I know the plot. They go, they go somewhere, and they have a wild night, and then they try to remember what happened during that wild night. Of course, they I, I have that those types of nights too. <laughs> that's that's for another another story. But Hangover yes. is a Hangover is a really funny movie brad cooper was my favorite character in that movie and yeah i, I, I love hangover i love hangover i see yeah. myself in these movies like these comedies are like my kind of comedies like the Dude. buddy bro comedies i see myself yeah, yeah, in these yes. so much so i love them so much yeah great choice wow 
Yeah, I, yeah. This, I believe, I, the second one I've seen that around my birthday. Um, like when it when it came out. Yeah, Hangover Two. Special. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, and yeah, Hangover, Hangover, Hangover Trilogy. Yes, yes, yes. And the one of the funniest things that ever happened, like I remember to to this day when the trailers even came out, I was like, what? Is this insanity? I want to see it. So anticipation. It was like even amazing. It was, it was. Even starting from the trailers, you know, and the promotion for the movie. I, I agree. I agree. When I saw the trailer, I was like, "What is this?" And then when I see when I see the trailer, I guess we got to see this movie. That I saw both of them. I, I don't remember. I don't think I seen the first one in the movie. I think I saw the first one on TV. I saw the second one in the movies, and the third one I seen on TV. I didn't uh-huh. see the third one in the movies, but but Hangover was really dope and. This was, this was a good tragedy. And the and cameo too. And also, shout out to Ken Jung. Ken Jung was really funny in that movie. The Ken best. Jung was really, <laughs> really funny in that movie. Yeah, hang, hangover, hangover tragedy. So, what is your number 37? Okay, it's this movie that I saw really recently. Although it's really in the 80s, but it was recommended to me by some of my friends. It's called Black Brain, okay? 1989, directed by Ridley Scott, starring one of my least favorite actors, Michael Douglas, can you believe it? Andy Garcia, Kanta Kakura, Yusako Yusako Matsuda, okay? Yusako Matsuda, please tell me I'm saying your name right, please. (laughs) So, this movie, I tell you, first of all, it did not age well in some parts. Like, you could see some of the things that are now not acceptable on screen. But um, in terms of the action, the music, the coolness, you know, like, movies used to be really cool, you know, like, cool actors, cool yeah. outfits, you know, like, Blade, you know, like, Wesley Snipes, you know, like, Van Damme. And people were cooler back then. You could feel there's something, this aura of a movie star around them. So... For me, it was a very cool movie that I watched recently and I felt so immersed and entertained and such a wild ride for me. So, yeah, this is my number 37. Mm, that's a really good choice. That's a really good choice. I'm going to check this movie out too. So, my number 37. I So, this is a comedy that came out in 2007. This movie starred Jonah Hill and Michael Cena. I got super bad at my 37. Oh, that's yeah, classic. Yeah, this is a really, yeah, this is a really, this is a really stupid movie, but I enjoyed it. It's the funny thing about this movie. I seen the movie for free at the movie theaters. Wow. So that so they were having this this giveaway they have a couple years ago, and they got free movie tickets. I managed to see this movie with a friend who 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 I no longer friends with. Long story, I'm not going to get to that. But me. I've seen great movies with people I cannot even yeah. stand to see right now. So yeah, yeah. the movie yeah. Still remains, but people just poof. Yeah, yeah I, I agree, I agree. But the movie yeah. itself was, the movie itself was really good. And it's crazy how, you know, Jonah Hill, Michael Cena, um, Insane! Seth Rogen, the, the other guy, <laughs> the other the, the other one, the other one who was in it, who played McLovin, Autumn is doing big things now. Like, oh. for that book. I believe that Autumn ordered their first real project, I believe. Or first major project, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And I so think so. These, mm-hmm. uh, to see all that growth. And, yeah, they all doing amazing. And this movie is a classic. It's a classic back. now. We look at it now and feel like, wow, this was a movie that defined a part of our lives. So, yeah, totally. One of the classics. 
For real, almost 20 years, geez Louise. <laughs> almost 20 I years. I can't believe it, man, we're getting gold. For real, I was only, I was only, I believe, 19 when this movie came out. Yes. Yeah, I think I was, yeah, I was 19, wow, geez Louise. There we Who could have thought? Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so where's your number thirty-six? Okay, it's this. I love, as you know me now, I love all these trip down nature versus man movies. Okay, I have a lot of them on my lists, and I think I connect to them more than anything. I don't know why, but I feel like there is a part of me that must have had this experience in another life or something. So this movie is called Arsic. It's 2018. It's directed by Joe Pena, starring Mads Mikkelsen and Maria Thelma. But seriously, nobody talks in this movie. Like, it's a movie oh, wow. of of being, you know, like in the Arctic and just being surrounded by ice and just having nothing, not know how to communicate, just you and nature. And I, I just sat in this movie and I remember at the end of it, I started crying because they build up the emotions so well and you feel the isolation. And I'm just, I'm a sucker for these movies because for me, the idea of man in the middle of nature alone trying to find a way out and just something that makes me you know that's really good that's really good and what's the movie called again Arsitec. this is Arsitec. it yes mm. I, I that's dope that's dope alright so my number 36 I had a John Singleton movie The Boys in the okay. Hood the last yeah. episode this time I got another John Singleton movie this came out in the 2000s um, it's starring Tyrese it stars um um Charlie P. P. Henson. It stars Snoop Dogg. I got I got this movie called Baby Boy. The movie called Baby Boy. What? Baby Boy? I haven't seen Baby Boy. Need <laughs> yeah. education. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a coming to age hood comedy. <laughs> so really, yeah, it's, it's a hood comedy, and it's it's really it's it's a really interesting movie. You know, like like a it's kind of like a hip hop, yeah. urban movie. You know, it's a cool movie. It's, it's very popular now. I know I've seen this. I've seen this on TV because at the time I think I couldn't see this in the movie theater, but but now you can watch it everywhere now. But this is a really good movie, and this, wow. it's a classic. It's a classic, yeah. A baby boy, really? and a lot and a, and a lot of them do big things too now. Imagine John Singleton directing a. Yeah, John Singleton. But yeah, for John. me, like the idea that he can direct a great comedy, Boys yeah. in the Hood, what? Yeah. What a genius! Like, imagine yeah. Boys in the Hood. You could feel like, how is he even going to do anything after? Because it was a great film, one of the greatest in the history of cinema. So, how can he do something? So now that he told me he's directing a comedy, now I gotta check this out. This is something. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta check this out. Yeah, um, Baby Boy. Yes. Yeah, John Singleton, yes. yeah, recipe to John Singleton is definitely a legend. He's done a lot of amazing things. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta give him his flowers. We gotta give him his flowers. Yes, yes. So, yes. so what is, so what is your number thirty-five? Okay, so this Italian movie, I was like there watching Twitter threads on people recommending Italian movies. Okay, and this guy re- recommended I'm Not Scared. Okay, director by Gabriel Salvatores. And stars are Itana, Sanchez, Guillaume, Dino, Abrecia, uh, amazing Italian actors, I'm sure. But this movie is great because it stars child actors who can actually act. Some mm. child actors are just painful to watch. You feel like, 
No, yeah, just yeah, get yeah. them out of my sight. <laughs> I can't this anymore. What? I'm sorry for life. These kids are just so good. And it tells a lot about not just children. It tells a lot about fear. About how courageous we can be when we are children. Versus the adults who are sometimes cowards. And they look awful because they care about their interests more than saving a life. Whether a kid, on the other hand, is more intent on going you know like out there and taking the lead and saving another person so it's an amazing touching movie and it's sadly about things that used to happen in italy in a certain time and for me i never thought i would go into this movie and feel so moved by it so i had to look up the person who recommended it and thanked him like you know thank you for recommending this movie because sometimes you just meet strangers on the internet and they just throw a good movie at you and you feel like you blessed me for life so yeah, one of the best. I am not scared. This definitely sounds like a movie I would really, really would check out. Yes, yes. It would bring the child to you because you're a big man child, Ken, like me. Yeah, <laughs> We're still yeah, yeah, children. We, <laughs> you're we, uh, the man child to grow like me. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of a lot of people our age do got that big kid mentality. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we, we do, we, you know, we adults, we do got that big kid mentality. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. And, and I feel like there's nothing wrong with it. We feel like she, we, we should, we keep that, you know. I wish I would keep it to like my 50s or 60s, you know. I don't want to be like an old, you know, sad person. Look, thank you very much. Uh, I, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. Who needs that? <laughs> <laughs> so, my number, my number 35, we got this movie that was made by Disney. It's a live action movie. And, you know, it got Denzel Washington. It got Will Passon. We got Young Wood Harrison. Ryan Horse. And, you know, this movie was really dope. This is based on a true story. And it's a football movie. Remember got... the Titans. Yes, there they go. <laughs> there they go. Remember the Titans. This is a movie that moves me so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it had a young Brian Gosling, too. Right. Oh yeah. Goofy. Right. Right. He was so goofy. There. Oh right. 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 Glasses was in this. Also, Donald Faison was in this. Yes. Like, yeah. I forgot. Um, a young Haley. Um, Pat Patelin was in this. Like, there's a lot of a lot there's of a lot of great kids who grew up to be like important actors. But it's amazing, moving movie. It really is. And Denzel, of course, it's just. Nah. Yeah. This is one of my favorite movie, and I really love this movie. And me too. You know, this definitely, like you mentioned, it does move me as well. Really emotional movie. Yeah, and remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, what is your number thirty-four? Okay, it's this feminist movie that is. It's a very realist feminist movie that I saw as part of a a movie workshop that I was in in the beginning of my film criticism days. It's called Four Months three weeks and two days and it's about a very critical topic it's about abortion in romania so when you watch it they put you inside i think i think it's a long shot movie like there is one shot movie you don't there's no cutting i don't think they cut at all or maybe they cut like at once or twice but it's a great movie directed by Kristen menju and it stars all these romanian actors and it's such an intense movie to watch if you're a woman and it takes you on a very very scary dark trip it's not for the pain of heart i tell you because there is a scene that shocked me totally but i think it's an important movie like the movie instructor that 
gave us the workshop he was like you have to watch this movie it's important it's important in terms of storytelling terms of watching something different watching something that just even provokes you in a way so yeah it was one of those movies that i felt like wow i've never seen something like this before and i always love it when this happens like when you see something and you feel like what how come they made this movie i haven't seen something and you know i'm sure you feel the same ken since we're yeah. cinephiles and we've watched a lot of movies you rarely get this feeling like even if you watch a movie that you like you're like okay this reminds me of so and so and so well i've seen this before but i like it but when you see a movie that you feel like what you guys it takes a by surprise Yeah, I definitely do have movies like that that take me by surprise. And the title, the title of the movie sounds really familiar. The title I'm sure. Uh, really familiar. Four I, months, like, three weeks, two days. It does it does sound really familiar. I I never seen this, but mm-hmm. like I said, now that you mentioned that, I definitely might have to see this. I am familiar with I am familiar yes. with this movie. I am familiar with it, but I just never seen it. So I'm 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 gonna check this out. I'm gonna check this out. So my number 34, we're going to continue the Disney train. We're going to continue the Disney train. And and this is, of course, another Disney classic that came out in 1992. Last episode, I had The Lion King on my list last episode. This episode, I got my second favorite Disney movie. And it also did have a reboot already. We got Aladdin on my on my list for number 34. I knew you would love it. Yes. Yeah, Aladdin. Okay, the reboot or the original? The 1992, right? Oh, 1992. Yes. I mean, of course, I did like the reboot. I did like the reboot, but of course, the original, there's something about the original, the classic, Just you know. Our childhood wrapped up. For real. And of course, shout out to Robin Williams at the yes. genie. Legend. Nothing. No, he's a legend. He's such a legend he's such a big part of our childhoods and our growing up and i will forever be grateful for him because he really you feel like he kind of shaped you he kind of like inspired you like i could feel him being a very kind presence you know like you have a friend in me oh i'm gonna gonna cry yeah like i I mentioned last episode i did have robert williams on my last episode with miss downfire remember i met him i bumped into him one time just randomly walk him walking randomly on 59th street and just saying hi, yes. saying hi to everybody. He was so nice, you know. So yeah, so we got Aladdin as my number thirty-four. So what's your thirty-three? Oh my, God. my thirty-three is okay. Yes. This French movie, so great. Oh my god, you have to watch it, Ken, because it's such a... You know, the French, they always take up the emotions and all the weird sex scenes and all the weird intense, you know, like emotional stuff. This, this movie is directed by this director called Jack Odiar. It's called Rust and Bone. Okay, Rust and Bone. It stars one of my most favorite female actors that ever lived, uh, Marianne Cotillard, okay? She's one of the most beautiful faces and she's one of the most wonderful actresses out there. And she's so subtle. Also, it has Pascal Grigori, Melville Poupon, and oh my goodness, she's just so amazing. Like, she's just ethereal. It's a great movie because it has all these intricate stories that seem parallel, but then they meet at one point, and you feel like, oh wow, how did this even happen? And they have an amazing scene by the beach. And you know me, I'm a big beach girl. So whenever there is a great beach scene in a movie, I'm all for it. So unforgettable. Unforgettable because it's also a little bit bizarre, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. So 
I definitely recommend it for everyone. It will really, really get you working and make you feel. It's a beautiful movie. And Jack Odiar is a great director. He made this movie and Prophet wonderful or and prophet hopefully i'm getting it right uh but um he's a great director like when you see and prophet or and prophet, a prophet basically it's a movie a very gritty movie about a guy in the prison and what he faces and you would never imagine that he would make rust and bone with this sensitivity it's it's a different contrast and i love it when a director can do both my 33 is Jalen, the last episode, you asked me about why I didn't have much more of this movie, about much more of this actor, Eddie Murphy. Because the last episode, yes. I had him for the yes. Golden, I had him for the Golden Child last episode. But this time, I got more Eddie Murphy. You no, know, just for you, I got more Eddie Murphy. And plus, two of the Eddie Murphy movies that I got on the list. It is, it is, you know, my one of also my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. And recently, I decided to rewatch this movie called Beverly Hill Cop. And yeah, and I have to say this was a really dope movie, really funny. I had to refresh my memory on it. I really loved, it. I really loved it. It's really funny. He did his thing on this movie. Of course, I did also watch two and three, and even though two was cool, three was really bad. It was not my favorite at all. <laughs> was not my favorite. But three, yeah, three, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three, yeah, three is really, yeah, three is really bad. But you know, number one definitely a classic, and yeah, I love Baby Hill, Baby Hill Cop. Also, y'all coming out with a part four on Netflix. I don't know, I don't know when, but they are working on it Ooh. now. The whole, everybody from the cast is coming back, and yeah, Baby Hill Four, Baby Hill Cop Four coming real soon. Fun fact: they also have a TV show of Baby Hill Cop in 2012. I just found out this recently. And that's the weirdest thing because why would they have like a Beverly Hills Cop that's, TV series? It doesn't make sense to me. Same, same, same part, thing I'm wondering. Same thing I'm wondering. Yeah, part four, okay. I might get part four. They want to just yeah. the success of the first two because I love part two. I love part two, I tell you. So for me, the third one should be omitted out of memory. <laughs> part four... Okay, I get it, but the TV series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I yeah when I when I, so here, so here, so here's the thing about the TV series. So I found out this recently on online on YouTube, and it said that they had a TV series of of um, Beverly Hill Cop. It was supposed to be Eddie Murphy and Brandy T. Jackson. This young actor, not young actor, but the actor called Brandy T. Jackson supposed to be on it, and it was it was supposed to be picked up by CBS. Okay. This would be picked up by CBS for, I believe, like 10 episodes. Woo. And, but it didn't work out. This had a pilot and then they the, 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 the scrapped the whole idea. So it never really came to reality. Yes. And, and, to honest, I, and to be honest, I think that should be, I think that was, was best. Because a TV show would not, would not make sense. Just like they have a TV show for Rush Hour and they have a TV show for Train yeah. Day. And both of them did not, was it, didn't make sense. Even I enjoyed Rush Hour TV show. Don't get me wrong, but but it, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. So I think Baby Hell Cop would have been the same fate. I don't know why CBS tried to pick up these shows. Um, the movie turned to TV shows. Shows. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. But wait, the Rush Hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Rush. Yeah. Rush Hour. Yeah. Rush Hour Two. Yeah. Rush okay, Hour. Okay. So the Rush 
Power TV series also had Jackie Chan? No, 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 no. They did not have Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker. They had two, two other, two random, two random dudes, two random guys. Ew! What? No. Yeah, they had two random. Like yeah, they had two it? random guys. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it no. no, no, no I, mean, I, I enjoyed I reject the that. Was, I rejected. The, <laughs> no, the thing was hit the thing. I enjoyed it because of the storyline and stuff. I didn't enjoy it because of the characters. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because of the storyline. Storyline. I know what good. you mean. Because, but 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 yeah. Rush Hour is Jackie yeah, Chan and Chris Tucker. Yeah. Like these and, dudes, and, 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 they're my imaginary I, I, friends. I I, I I I agree with you. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I would if they, if they were to do a TV show, I would have I would watch it one hundred percent. But I, would, I even don't think I carry it, and I like, yeah, like, you know, the guy tried too hard to be Jackie Chan. The guy too hard, the guy tried too hard to be Chris <laughs> Tucker. It was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. It, it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, this is what I tell them, you guys. No, <laughs> Ken, you're such a fanboy. You remind me of myself when I love Titanic, <laughs> and I would watch every trashy TV show that they called Titanic Two or Titanic Things <laughs> or crap into be a bunch of boring people. So I get I you so much. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, I just, the thing about me when it comes to the show, I'm just a curious person. If I'm a fan of the original, I'm gonna watch the spinoff and everything. Even though if it's bad, I would do watch it because I'm a fan of the original. And even if it's bad, I always be curious to finish, see how it ends. Cause that's just, yeah. that's just me. That's just, that's just me. It's weird. That's that is me. That, I'm, it's just weird. I know what you mean. <laughs> this was me with Titanic. Seriously, like I even I think they made this crazy short movie called Jackie's Back. And then my dad sent it to me. He's like, "What did DiCaprio lose his mind? He really made this one." And I'm like, "Dad, this is a fan-made short movie." <laughs> He's like, "Has he lost his mind?" And they're using clips from DiCaprio's other movies. I love my dad so much. It's crazy when they see them falling for this. Uh, that's funny. I go like that's funny. That's funny. I mean, it's, and speaking of Titanic, Titanic is Titanic was an interesting movie. Very <laughs> for me, like as a kid, no, it was crazy. Like it for was, me, as a kid, was, I was obsessed. Yeah, it was, it was, now I look at it and I cringe at parts. But when I was me, a me kid, too. me too, me too, me too, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Too, <laughs> but as kids, me. you know, imagine being the kid with in the this era, it was massive. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, so what's your number thirty-two? Okay, it's this very okay can i really gotta recommend this for you because it's a very sweet romantic french movie it's called one fine morning one of my favorite directors her name is mia hansen love stars one of the most beautiful faces on screen leah sedu who will be in dune 2 by the way playing i think an assassin or something and uh melville poupon who is the star of one of my favorite um movies called the summer's tale a great french movie but he was in this Summer still, he was very young and handsome. Now he's a big guy, an older guy. But still, this movie is just so soft and just filled with emotions and calm. Like, it would make you fall asleep because you would just watch it and feel like, wow, these people are just so peaceful and happy and just having sex, you know, and like just kissing and being nice to each other. So I'll just sleep. Yes, there is a lot of intense, of course, emotional things. And there is also a lot of um, issues about the elderly. And in recent French movies, you can always see these scenes and these themes about elderly taking care of, you know, the elderly and stuff like that. Oh, I, I totally connect with that because I've seen things with my grandmother and grandfather yeah. and stuff. So yeah. 
I just recommend it because it's shot. She makes the most beautiful movies. Like you see France and feel like I want to live there. Take me. And I think the main actor, of course, the main character is an interpreter and a translator. So I connected to her immediately. Like, hello, I'm a translator too. Hey, girl, nice to meet you. So yeah. <laughs> Now that though, um, I think like, this movie does sound familiar too. One, one, you said one fine morning. It's uh, yes, one fine morning. It's twenty twenty two because it was in Cannes Film Festival. So maybe, and it was on movie, uh, on movie, on movie recently. So you might have watched it on movie if you're. It, it definitely sounds familiar. Um, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely gotta watch. I definitely yeah. gotta watch this because this is you know, the way you explain this movie make me really want to watch it. So I definitely gotta check this out. That's good job. Good, good choice. Jake. It's for the soft of heart like us. Yeah, that's a good choice, Michelin. That's a good choice, Michelin. I so so my number thirty-two. So I got this comedy that was made by Tina Fey. This came out in two thousand and four. This is really funny. Mean, mean girls. Uh, there you go. It's, it's mean girl. There you go. You know they got Lizzie Lohan. They got Rachel May Allen, Lacey Cooper. And Amanda and Sinfield. And this was I a really told, funny movie. Yeah, I quote this, this movie a, on a daily basis. Like, this is the most quotable movie ever. Yeah, this movie was really funny. I'm not gonna lie. This movie was really funny. <laughs> it's hilarious, actually. And they and they all did a good job in this movie. I can watch this movie anytime. This is what's come on right now. I watch it. That's how funny it is. Me too. Me too. And tell me, okay, did you get scared by the Regina George types in high school? Because every high school had like had a replica of her if you were to, uh, even in middle school even in you know like kitty school we here call it primary school but uh i mean like the regina george women really like make me <clears throat> okay <laughs> hello yeah yeah we definitely have some regina george characters in my high school yes we did yes definitely we did. definitely they always yeah, ruled you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's y'all listening then I don't know what to tell y'all, but, but, but yeah, but yeah, we did have some Virginia George characters in, in the high school, and but this movie was really, this movie was really good, you know. Um, good job to all the ladies, and congrats to Lizzie Holohan because she just had a baby recently. So, so yeah, Mean Girls, and and it did, and it did had a part two. Yay! They did had a part two, which was yeah, I didn't watch it. Was it yeah, good? No, nah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good, but. But I couldn't. But but I heard rumors that Lizzie Lohan and Tina Fey do want to make like a a, a, a a sequel with them, but their but their characters. I guess like a like a Mean Girl reunion type of like I guess they go to high school and their kids in high school. I can see I can see that happening. I can see that happen. That would be really interesting. So what do you think about a reboot? Or I think it will be like more of an imagining, reimagining, like, yeah. and just like that. I think it will be along the line of the Sex and the City reboot, like the yeah. see them in their fifties and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah good, sure. Yeah. Let's check it out. You know. Yeah, cause I heard, yeah, I heard, cause I heard Lindsay and them wanted to think about doing a reboot for for them for their characters, and. And I, and I don't mind that because the older Richard can come back and they had their kids in school and they're doing with the same thing. That would be a stiff storyline. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious, just like you said. Yeah, like if, yeah, if that if they go with that route, then I would see a sequel with them. If they had their kids in high school and they parents, they go back to the school and they and their kids is mean girls as well. 
And while Regina George yes. in the future, Regina George through through Battle of Lindsay character, that would be interesting. I like a lot. That would be interesting. Yeah. So and and maybe she will be like completely changed because all the mean girls in my school turned into you know like loving doting exactly. mothers and exactly. they look at exactly. me now like I'm the wild one. You know, like I mean, I was a very same, good same girl. Melody. I was a two shoes at school. So now they look at me like, wow, she's just so much. She's out there and stuff. So I was like. Ugh. Yeah, in school, in school, I was the quiet boy, very shy. But now, I'm pretty sure everybody look at me now and see me do a, a lot of things. And yeah. Definitely, yeah. And you're like, you should be like the coolest one of them or something. They must be all married and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's yeah. yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But, but, but yeah, but yeah. So that's my number um, 32, Mean Girls. So what's your number 31? What's your number 31? It's okay. It's this very erotic noir from the 80s. It's Body Double by Brian De Palma, starring Melanie Griffith and Deborah Shelton and Greg Henry and Craig Wesson. And it's such a dark, amazing thriller that I think will you won't just leave your seat. Like you will stay stapled to the screen throughout. It's so cool. It's a very cool, dark, interesting movie. Has great score. Has great suspense. Wonderfully shot. I just loved it. Mm. That's really dope. Bro. That's really dope. You know, I, you know, a lot of these movies that, a lot of these movies that you mentioned, I definitely gotta add it to my list. I definitely gotta check it out. You, you definitely. Do pick some, sure. You do, you do pick some really, really dope movies. So I definitely gotta add it to my list. It's definitely. So. <laughs> So my, so my number 31 I got this movie that was made in 1997 It is a romantic Romantic movie and A lot of people consider this one of a classic You know, in the urban world But this is a really good movie I got this movie called Love Jones It got Lemmers Tate It got Leon, Leon Long in the movie Yeah, Love Jones, yes, Love Jones Love Jones? Yeah, Love Jones, yes, Love Jones it's a, it's a it's a romantic movie, and this is really really oh. nice. Really, yeah, it's a beautiful movie, and yeah, it's a wow. romantic movie. Everybody should definitely check it out. Yeah, have to. I gotta. Yes. Of course. Yeah, you definitely gotta check it out. So, what's your number thirty? You want to be almost done? What's your number thirty? Look. My number 30 is this great movie that I can't believe the lead actor didn't get an Oscar nomination. It's The Doors, directed by Oliver Stone, starring Val Kilmer and Meg Ryan. Okay, and yes, the movie might have lagged on longer than usual. It might have had certain color schemes that I don't love by Oliver Stone, but Val Kilmer was insane in this movie. Like, if you guys nominate Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Austin Butler for Elvis, why didn't you nominate Val Kilmer for The Doors? Like, he played Jim Morrison. Like, it was almost a, an obsession. Like, like, crazy. Even his eyes mad. And I love Val Kilmer so much, and I think he's a very great actor. But he had a very short career, sadly, because you know, like now he had throat cancer and stuff, and his career oh, wow, got stalled. But um, for me, this yes, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know. If you I haven't had... known. You have to see his documentary. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know about the documentary, and I didn't know Valkyrie had cancer. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's crazy! Wow. Yes, guy. Seriously, you should watch the documentary called Val. It was released right. twenty twenty one. 
this documentary tells you his story in a capsule and it's amazing it's very emotional you just watch it and you feel like oh my god poor Val but still it's a great documentary so yeah just watch his journey I can't believe like his career didn't feel that long but he had really effective and very influential roles so this was top for me yeah no, it was yeah, very no, dark I, too. I definitely didn't know that, so I definitely gotta check this out. You know, um, Balkema was a he, he was a good he was a good actor. I like Balkema, and yeah, I definitely gotta check this. He out. was Batman for a while, so yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, he was in Batman Forever. I shocked that I had this on my list, but he, yeah, he was Batman Forever. He definitely, but I do got a Batman movie on my list, but it's just it's just not Batman Forever. But but yeah, Balkema, yeah. I actually like that. That was actually one of my favorite Batman movies. Even I'm not a fan of Batman because clearly you can see. See who's on the, who's on the wall. Yeah, but, yeah, but, I know. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but yeah. Clearly, yeah. the nemesis. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and also, I love, I love documentaries. So I love watching documentaries. So this would be definitely a good one to watch. We should so, do a list of our favorite documentaries because I've seen a lot of them, and I want to trade documentaries with you sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we We're gonna do that in the future. We're gonna, we gonna keep that in mind. We're gonna do that in the future. So yes. my number, so my number, number thirty. So this is a Spike Lee joint. You know, last episode I did have a Spike Lee joint with Crooklyn. This episode I got two Spike Amazing. Lee joints. This episode I got two Spike Lee movie on, on this episode. One of them is a really good movie. One of them actually <laughs> is one of your favorite actors in this movie. Tell me, Wesley Snipes is in this movie. Oh. Wait, what is this movie? Tell me because my heart is like jumping right now. What movie <laughs> so, is this? So, so before, before I name the movie, who, who is in the movie? We also got Ali Davis in the movie, Ruby Davis in the movie, Samuel Jackson in the movie, Harry Berry in this movie. This movie came what? out. This movie came out in 1991. This movie called Jung- <laughs> Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. Hello? Jungle, Jungle Fever. <laughs> yep. It, there's not a Wesley Snipes movie that I haven't seen at least twice. Some of them I saw once, but Wesley Snipes for me is like, you know, like, he's just the Tom Cruise of my life. Like, he's just this savior guy. So, yeah, I definitely watched like, Jungle Fever. And I totally agree. It's a great pick. But I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm going to revisit it. Yeah, uh, this is a basic movie. I watched it recently. And... This movie hit way different when you're adult than it was when you're younger. Because you understand it way more. I like, the message, the, like the message of the movie, you understand it way more. And yeah, this is an amazing movie. Also, I got a shout out to Stevie Wonder. I got a shout out to the legend Stevie Wonder because the soundtrack of this amazing. movie is amazing. Made by him. And only him. So, so... Yeah, that's in the soundtrack. Each song, yeah, each song played a big part in this movie. He wanted to play, play a big part in this movie, and yeah. I learned to love Stevie Wonder when I was, I think, when I wasn't even learning the words yet, because my mom is a big fan, so she would Mm. play his song throughout the house, and we'd all just listen. So I grew up loving him. You know that feeling when your parents just listen to singers, and you grow up loving them just because they did. They listened and they they were constant voices throughout your childhood and teenage years. So, oh my God, damn it! I gotta uh, rewatch Jungle Fever, but the no, West is just you know. No, I agree. You know, um, not only Michael Jackson, but Stevie Wonder was one of the biggest artists, one of my favorite artists of all time. I can listen to Stevie Wonder a whole lot. You know, my parents played him a lot. 
and yeah, and also he, he a fellow Taurus. So he a fellow Taurus. So you're a Taurus. Okay. Yes, I'm a Taurus. My God. Yes, I'm a Taurus. So you push for life, huh? Yeah. Hope, hope that's a good. Yeah, hope, hope, hope that's a good thing. <laughs> but yeah. Yes, you're hot-headed and you're just emotional, very passionate and stuff. And you just go through life like this. I totally get you, Taurus, guys. Yes, yes. Okay, okay so I guess we, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we are hot-headed, <laughs> but we, we got a lot of good traits as well. But yeah, yeah. Even, though, even though it's amazing, this movie is amazing, amazing. Jungle Fever. And watch it as an adult, because it hit way different as an adult. But Jalen, but before you get to your twenty nine, yeah, before you get to your uh, number twenty nine, do you feel Stevie Wonder deserved a biopic about her life? Okay, I'm tired. I'm getting tired of biopics because I don't feel there is originality. If if you can get someone to do something creative and make it more about the music than the boring narrative, then I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. It's the concept of biopics that is killing me because what they did to Whitney Houston was a disgrace, in my opinion. Mm. What was that? It was a terrible biopic. It went, the girl didn't resemble her. And I think they used Whitney's original voice. Like, it didn't feel like this was something where money and talent and art was invested in. And Whitney deserved more because Whitney is like, she's just there. Like, Whitney was one of those... She's like Edith Piaf, you know, like one of those greatest singers who ever walked this earth. So she deserves something with that weight. So if they don't do this to Stevie, get your hands of him, guys. We don't agree, need you to screw it up. I agree. And you talk about, um, I just want to dance with somebody. You talk about that body pic? Yeah. I, I didn't watch yes. it. Yes. I didn't watch it, but I heard, yes. mixed, I heard mixed reviews about it, though. Good. Yeah. Um... But I agree. Um, I want to see a. I do want to see a. Like I'd pick. watch Bodyguard and feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because it felt like her life, but it really wasn't the Bodyguard. It felt like it was a biopic, but it really wasn't a biopic. But yeah. But in terms of Stevie. No. But in terms of Stevie, I do want to see a, a Stevie biopic though. I feel like he deserved one. But I agree with you. The right person got to play him. The they make sure they focus on his music. Mainly his music. He made a lot of music, and he, he helped a lot of artists. To showcase, if they showcase that, that would be amazing. Exactly. So I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. And now focus on the drama. And in the going, hands of a great... You know, yeah. Yes, and in the hands of a great director. Like a director who agree, really yeah. has a print. So that this movie breaks records, and we all oh, watch it, oh, and it gets nominated and stuff. I, I got a perfect... Spike Lee should do it. Spike Lee should Please. do it. Spike Lee, Spike if you ever it. listen Spike to us, please, yes. we're begging you. We're your biggest fans. Please. Yes, Spike Lee definitely should do it because Spike Lee should. Um, Spike Lee's a genius. A, yes, yes, he is a genius. Yeah, even though Spike Lee is getting up there in age, but, but you know, he definitely He's a legend as well. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. So, so we're now we're on 29. Who you got for your number 29? Okay, this is a great... Bonnie and Clyde-like movie, but uh, it's called Queen and Slim. Director mm. Melina Matsukas, Daniel Kaluuya, who is amazing, and Jodie Turner-Smith, who is a very beautiful woman. And this movie, I don't know, like, I got so emotional at the end, and I didn't expect that. There was this scene where he's just like, I think she asks him, like, yeah, he asked her, will you be my legacy? 
because I love there was a scene when they would just open up to each other and he's like he says something very romantic that I think no guy says anymore he's like I want women to be my legacy and I'm like oh this gives me goosebumps please stop <laughs> so at the end he's like will you be my legacy and she's like I already am oh mm. god this hits me like no you guys are killing me it's so beautiful and romantic and also but also filled with injustice and pain and this kind of hurts but you gotta watch it so i know this movie just it kind of like touched me so much and i kept thinking about it days and days after watching it oh this is a, this is a really good movie i've seen this movie i've seen this movie before yeah it's a really good movie i gotta watch it i gotta watch it again because i've only seen this movie once but i definitely know i definitely know what part you're talking i definitely know what part you're talking about you know about um would you be my legacy? I definitely see that part. Yeah, that's 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 a really dope yes, line. Yes. You know, I, I definitely got to see this movie again. Very and, dope line. And, and by the way, I, have to. I, I guess. And by the way, I guess a few guys will say that. I know I probably will. But but yeah, but yeah, but but this is a good this is a good movie and this is, this is a good movie and yeah, this is a good this is a good movie and I I, I definitely got to check this movie again. I got to check out this movie again. So my number twenty nine. Yeah, my number twenty nine. Um, uh, we we mentioned Bat we mentioned Batman earlier. You know, um, this one Batman movie was a really really good movie. Um, everybody killed it. This I feel like this person played Batman really good. It's probably one of my favorite Batman roles that he did. And also, we got a shout out to this one actor that you know he did an amazing amazing job. You know. But he is a award-winning actor too, you know. But the, he he's Ledger, you know. I got the Dark Knight as oh. my twenty-nine. I got the Dark Knight as my twenty-nine. Definitely. Two thousand two thousand eighteen and oh, Christian Bell. Yeah, Christian Bell was a really good Batman. I actually could say he was, even though Batman was not my favorite, is not my favorite character. Christian Bell played Shout Batman. Shout out to Superman. Really. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Christian Bell played Batman. But Christian Bell, <laughs> Christian Bell played Batman really good. I'm not gonna lie, Christian Bell played Batman really good. I enjoy him as Batman. He's legend performance though as yes. the Joker. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! It was it was it was it was it was amazing. Yeah, and unmatched. Yeah, but he was amazing. Yeah, and he deserved that Oscar. No, it's sad about how his life yeah. ended. It's like sad about how his life ended, though. But, but he 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 was a basic actor, and he killed this role yes. for real. And yes, and I didn't, you know, and yeah, this is just amazing. And and what he done to get to do this role is just you know, yeah, you know, the Dark Knight. Yes, yes definitely. Yeah. Recipe to Heat Legend, Legend. Very, very, very. And he's such an amazing. I think he kind of like let art consume him, but he was just yeah. brilliant at it. So yeah, kudos to him. Shout out to him and whatever he is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So um, what's your number twenty eight? Okay. Now this is again back to my favorite territory, where it's man versus nature versus animal <laughs> dances with wolves. Mm. You know me. I'm just this yeah, is me. Yeah. So it's like. Kevin Costner, Mary McDonald, Graham Greene, and Rodney A. Grant. And for me, the idea of connecting with an animal, the soundtrack by John Barry, the idea of being alone in the wilderness and just letting nature get get you and just show you what it can do. For me, this movie is, I don't know, like movies like this are 
very romantic to me. The idea that there is no romantic partners there, or there is, but they're in the wilderness and it's all the wild feelings flowing. There is no modernity. There is no playing games. We're just there, out there. So I don't know. This is, and one of my uncles, he made me love this movie because he was obsessed with this movie when he was in his 20s. And he went to see it in the movie theater, I think about 12 times. And he oh, bought wow. the VHS tape. Yes, he was obsessed with it. And he gave it to me and he's like, you should watch this movie. And we watched it at my grandmother's house, which sadly doesn't exist anymore now. So it has a very precious place in my heart and very precious memories too. Yeah, you know, this is definitely a classic. I did see this movie before when I was younger. I didn't see this movie as an adult. I might have to watch it now as an adult. But I definitely did see Dance with Wolves before. Yeah, just take your time. Yeah, I, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it as a dog. It's, it's been a long, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. So my number twenty-eight. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. So my number twenty-eight. This was. This is pretty much my most recent movie that I have on my list. And since this movie came out, I've seen the movie probably seven times already. Cause this is a really, really good movie. And you know, um. Growing up, growing up, you know, I used to play him on TV, but this movie is just amazing, and they did a really good job. Yes. You know, when they came up with the original, it wasn't as great, but they made they made up for it. I got the Super Mario Brothers movie as <laughs> my as my twenty eighth. So Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Yes. Wait um, a minute. What is it called? Super Mario Brothers. The movie that came out recently. The movie that came out recently. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So, so, my mom Mario. plays Mario, so I know everything Super about Mario Mario because of my. <laughs> my mom would yeah. die if my mom saw this. She'd be really jealous of you, by the way. She wants <laughs> one of these. Can you believe? She's obsessed with Mario. My mom is a big child too. <laughs> nah, Mario. Yeah, nah. This movie. This movie. So when I when I see this, I got lie. So when I see the trailer for this movie, I have I have really mixed feelings about it. Of course, because of Chris Pratt. Okay. I have mixed, had a big feeling about Chris Pratt stuff like that, and then seeing the Jack I don't Black like and him, yeah. Else, you know. Yeah, but then yeah. I then I, I didn't I didn't watch Jack this Black. Movie. Yeah, yeah, Jack Black is in there. So so who got it? We got Chris Pratt, Jack Black, Kiki in this movie. Yeah. Um. And um. Seth Rogen's in this movie, and it's 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 really funny. It was really funny. I, I didn't see this in the movies, so but when I seen this, when I seen this, it was really good. I wish I did see this in the movies. And this movie did really good. It hit the a billion, a billion, one billion at the box office. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know. And, okay, and, so I want to ask you. Yeah. Did you play Mario when you were little? Yes, I did. Was this? Yeah, this is why you loved it, right? Because my mom played. Like they yeah, had, yeah. they bought us this PlayStation, and instead of us playing, my mom got obsessed with. It. And she would play Mario every day and forget about cooking and stuff. So she, this is why we became like into the Mario culture because of her intense love. So I kind of like wanted to ask. I know you would. You must have played it when you were younger. This is why it stuck with you. Yeah, definitely. It's an iconic game. I did. Um, I know my father. First, he brought um, Sega, but Mario didn't have um, was on Sega. But then he brought he brought he brought me an N sixty four, and that way we have Mario. Then he had that we have Mario for for, um, N sixty four. 
And ever since then, I've been playing Mario yes. ever since then. N64, GameCube, Switch. Then I got a Game Boy. Yeah. So yes, I grew up on Mario. And, you know, I've been, I've been a fan of him ever since. And, you know, Super Mario Brothers movie is yes, really yes. good. You got, if you haven't watched it, it's on Peacock right now. So definitely watch Super Mario Brothers movie. And it's really, it's really good. And, definitely. And, and, I yeah, need the good laugh. Yeah. And, yeah. And tell your mother to watch it too if you have it. Tell your mother to watch it as well. Definitely. I know she's going to enjoy it. I know she's going to enjoy it. Yes. So Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is my twenty number 28. So where's your number 27? Okay. Okay, and this is something that I really think you should watch. It's a Lebanese movie called West Beirut, okay? 1998, directed by Ziad Dueri, starring Rami Dueri, his brother, and Mohamed Chamas and Rala Al-Amin. And it's a beautiful war movie. Why? Because you see it from the eyes of teenagers who in the beginning are just so happy. Yay, war, we don't get to go to school, playing around the city. And then you see the weight and the reality of war falling on this wonderful beautiful kids so and it's very also like it's very authentic you see all the lebanese terminology as translated perfectly of course but still it just has the taste of because i know lebanese i like i have lebanese roots and i know they're very brutal and savage with their you know like curses and stuff and at the same time just love to dance they just love music and they love having fun even when it's very dark so i think it's a beautiful movie and you just have to watch it because it's really different i haven't seen an arabic movie like that at all so and i think it would connect with everybody because it's made from the eyes of children from the eyes of teens so it's very fresh like you could feel the beauty of it so i totally recommend it mm, i definitely i definitely go check it out what's the, what the movie called again west beirut right, right. that's not familiar that does sound familiar I, I'm, I'm a, yeah I'm gonna I'm check this out i'm gonna check this out yes. so my number 27 this was also on my honorable mention last episode but i decided to add it to my list because this is part of my favorite movie list I got the Bad Boy franchise. Of course, I spoke a little bit about last episode. You know, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. You know, the first one came out in 1995. Yeah. The second one came out in 2003, which is my favorite one. The second one. Me too. Me too. I love Bad Boys 2 more. Me too. The third yeah. one came out in 2020. And the fourth one, originally supposed to come out later this year, but you caught due to the writer strike, it got pushed back to June next year. And you know, Mike Lowry, yeah, Marcus is you know the character. Mike Lowry is, the, is my favorite character. Will Smith character is my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, Bad Boys, man. I like I like Bad Boys franchise. Just like yeah. just like bad, just like Bad Boys and Rush Hour. D two is really dope. Cop cop duo movies. exactly like cop comedies that are not yeah, yeah, getting made yeah, anymore yeah. and you just laugh yeah. and they have the great action they have the great comedy they have everything yeah yeah and oh, it's, it's okay a, so i gotta ask you did you like no. man in black i i did like man in black yes like were you a fan i did watch giant man in black. I, I enjoyed it people? i enjoyed this um because um, I, I like felt like I don't know. Like for me, when I wa first watched it as a kid, I was just so happy. Like I think I liked it because also the song, you know, like it's like, oh, yeah, the man and then it was yeah. so cool. <laughs> but yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but now I think when I watch it, I don't think I'll enjoy it the same. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll enjoy it that much uh, right uh, now. Uh, back uh, in the uh, day, uh, I really enjoyed. No, I actually agree with you on that. Actually, like I, when I, when I was younger, I really enjoyed it. But now, I mean, even though it's still good, I don't, and, and not like a movie that I can watch all the time. And, and not a movie I can watch That's all the, the time. Thing. Same Especially here. the first one, I especially could watch the first one though. But second one, not really. The third one, I enjoyed the third one. I, n- I never watched the fourth, and I don't think I plan on watching the fourth. No. With, with um, no, Christy, no, with, no. Um, <laughs> with, with Tessa Thompson and um, Chris Hemsworth. I heard, I heard, it was, I heard it was terrible. I don't even wanna, don't even wanna go there. Ugh, no. But, but the first one, I'm in a black. Will be forever be my favorite though. The first one. Yes, it was insane. And watching the giant coverage become the vil- like it was a crazy idea. And Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, you would have never thought of this combination. Yeah, so it is just for very real. refreshing for to real. watch. Yeah, for, for real, I I agree with that. It's a really, yeah. really dope competition. And you know, Will shout, shout to Will Smith, always be killing it. Men in Black, yeah, Bad yeah. Boys, yeah. Will He's Smith doing it back then, yeah. For real, for real. But yeah, Bad Boy Four. I'm looking forward to Bad Boy Four. I'm, I'm curious, like 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 other four, other fourth movies. I'm I'm curious about it. So yeah, Bad yeah, Boy Four. Yeah, yeah. So what is your number twenty six? We are almost we are almost close to being done. Who would have thought? Wow, what a journey. Now seriously, what a journey. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. So this movie is called Wings of Desire. It's by American mm. amazing German director, 1987, Wim Venters. And it's shot very very beautifully. It's from the point of view of angels who are like spying on humans. So can you believe it? Can you believe this unique concept, this unique premise? And the way he puts you inside the mood of the movie. You feel like you're immersed in sound and in senses and in amazing voiceovers and stuff. So it's a very beautiful, it's very, of course, kind of like melancholic movie for me. I feel sometimes sad when I watch it, but not sad as in, you know, like depressed and I don't want to, no, no, no. It's a great movie for me that way. So yeah, another one of those unique movies. When you watch them, you feel like, wow, I can't believe you made this movie. So Wings of Desire. Good choice. That's a good choice. I definitely got to watch that too. Alright, so my number 26. I got this movie that was made in 1985. Okay. This, this is a classic. You know, this is a really good, good movie. I heard rumors that they're going to make a reboot of this. I got mixed feelings about this. Making a reboot of it. Because this movie is so much of a classic. I'm not sure how this going to work. But the movie I am talking about is called The Breakfast Club. What? They're gonna do a reboot of the Breakfast rum- Club? No. Her rumors. No, no, no. Her rumors. Her rumors. I don't know how true that is, but I heard rumors that they was. I, hope, I mean, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it, but I just know that the original is iconic. It's a really good movie. You know, the characters in the movie is really dope. I love this movie. Very. Yeah, even though this was before before I was born, but it still was, still was an amazing movie. Still an amazing movie. The Breakfast Club. And Molly Ringwald was just beautiful. Dude, I like, What is this girl? Hello. I, I agree. My goodness, this. There are people like you feel like they have 
there are beautiful people all over in Hollywood, but there are people who you feel like they have this ethereal quality about them. Like you can feel it's that they have this alternative, you know, character about them. You could feel the air changing. So she was one of those. She was just iconic. She was. She really was. I agree with that. I agree with you. And the Breakfast Club, yes. very classic movie. I love the movie. I'm kind of wanna watch this movie now. I ain't gonna lie. This, that's how great this movie is. The Breakfast Club, 26. So what's your 25? So what is yes. your 25, Miss Jalen? Yeah. What's your 25? My. Okay. All right. My 25 is kind of dark. Okay, it's a very dark movie, but it's shot in a way that makes me like it because of the way it's. And I like a lot of dark movies. I'm dark, what I can do. So <laughs> this movie is shot in a way that makes it feel as if it's a staged movie, like you're watching from behind the curtains of a of a play, you know, like being made. It's called Dogville, directed by a crazy director Lars von Trier. Okay, and starring Nicole Kidman. And Lauren Bacall was there, and James Caan, public movie, and it's very cruel, and there is no resolution, and the ending is just, ah, like evil wins, like the worst of humanity comes out. But I still love it, because it was made in a very stripped down, bare way of filmmaking that I felt gave the actors a way to become more theatrical, to not have all the gadgets and the things that make it easier for them to hide. I love these kinds of movies, so yeah. Mm. I, I definitely might have to check that out. It's a dark movie. They it, said Darkville, right? Yes, dark. Please watch it and then watch something fun because I fear for you. you know, like <laughs> I care about you. You're like a brother to me. Like, I need to protect Ken. I need yeah, I like the Goofy movie or something if you love it because I love it. <laughs> Oh, I forget. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely will. I definitely will. I definitely will. All right, so my number 25, my number 25 is another classic. <laughs> it's another classic that was made in 1986. It's another classic. Um, I believe they had a show of this. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. I heard they had a show. I might be wrong on this, but I got the Ferris Fueler's Day Off as my number 25. This they had a show of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really, I, I love it. I, I heard, I heard, a, a heard, oh, wow. I heard, I heard, I heard a rumor. I think they did. I think I seen something like that before. But the movie, but I talk about the movie though. This was another classic, you know, Matthew oh. Broderick, which I seen something of him recently. I watched something of Matthew Broderick recently. I think it's called um, yeah, no hard, Fe- no hard feelings. I think he was in that movie. But yeah, this is another classic that's really good and. Yeah. Definitely, definitely enjoy, enjoyed it. I wish I was him. I wish I, wish I was him. <laughs> but with him, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? We always wish we was him. But I never, I never skipped skip school, so I never skipped school. So yeah, yeah. But now, nah, but this movie really good, and I enjoyed this movie. Feel this, feel the very first feel this day off. Really, really dope. Yes. Classic movie. Really dope classic movie. Very awesome, awesome choices. Yes, awesome choices. Yeah, Can you wow? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, what is your number 24? Okay, so if you really need a movie that will make you so chill and so happy and feel good about the world, watch this movie. It's called After the Storm by Hirokazu Kurita. Okay, Hirokazu Kurita. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, 
tranquil, laid down movie. Families, beautiful people, just regular people. Like you see someone who could be your aunt or your grandma, but they're in a different culture, in a different world, and parents, you know, and a kid, and people just getting together, and there is a storm out there, and we're just eating. And these movies kind of like remind me of the childhood and the beautiful old days with the bigger family who no longer exist. So when I watch it right now, I'm transformed back to the day when I was, you know, like a happy grandchild, like a little girl just running around and adults are everywhere providing food and warmth and happiness. So since this doesn't exist anymore and I'm an adult now, so I watch these movies for kind of like recharging myself. <laughs> we just, nobody cares for us anymore, man. So we just got to take for ourselves. So you watch these movies and at least it makes you feel like life can be a little bit better, a little bit warmer. So I totally recommend this one. Okay, dope. I definitely, I definitely want to check this movie out then. You know, anything in Jalen, check it out. I'm, I'm going to check yeah. it out. I'm going to check it out. She, she got really good choices. All right, so my number 24 yes. is a classic. Is a classic. It's also a part of my childhood. They have a movie of it. They also had a cartoon of this in my childhood. Well, they are making a part. They are making another sequel to this movie with another, with another reboot of this movie they made, I believe, in 2021. But they have a part two of that reboot movie next year it got pushed back to next year i didn't watch the reboot movie yet i didn't get a chance to i definitely want to but the original i'm talking about is the ghostbusters part one and two part one came out yes, in the, the original yes part two came out in 1989 you know of course yeah, but not, not not the reboots oh no 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 i thought about, I thought about the, the original two you know bill bill murray dan Aykroyd, ernie ernie Best. and um and Harold Rummins. And of course Rick Bermaris. Yes. Rick Bermaris. Yes, you know, I love these I love these movies, man. Um this is my childhood. I, I could watch this movie anytime. I, I enjoy Ghostbusters, you know. And the theme song, of course the theme song, the iconic theme song is amazing as well. Me too, me too. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. I just love yeah. it. Me too. You can dance to it anytime. Yeah, me too. I I'm not gonna lie, I didn't I did not like the third movie they came out with with the with the girls um Ghostbusters, you know I, I, I wanted I wanted I wanted I wanted to like it, but I just could not get into it. I just couldn't get into it at all. You know. I don't think they have like you guys take a concept or a franchise like that and you want to yeah. make it remodernize it. I'm totally yeah. cool with it, but give it something like give yeah. it an air. What made these movies iconic back in the day? is the way that people were original, they were cool, yeah, exactly. they were exactly. creative, they were artsy. Now you're just plain boring and lazy and you're just yeah. doing trash. And you think that when you fill it with, like the Charlie's Angels remake, like why you guys did you make it? I love the yeah, Drew yeah. Barrymore, Karen Diaz one, it was just so cool. And Lucy Lute, of course, it was so cool and so hot. And the newer one was trash. Like, why would you make it? It's boring, oh, yeah, it's right. pointless. Yeah, Actresses oh, I forgot. I, didn't I forgot. really have chemistry. I forgot that. I forgot they had a newer one. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Actually, I mean, forgot about that one. Wow. Lucky, it was shitty. You have to forget about it. Yeah, because <laughs> it sucks. Know. There you go. Hey, yeah, totally. Like, why like, make a reboot of Ghostbusters? It's so iconic. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like how when they did with the. The woman, the woman version. I, I would, I wanted a third one 
directly from the original. You know, I want that one. I wanted, but you know, but then they, but then they, then they made another reboot of Ghostbusters called At the Life. Ghostbusters At the Life. I didn't watch that one, but I heard that's more of a direct reboot from the original. So that's why I kind of wanted to see it because more directly to the original of the original. Yeah, I heard the, <laughs> I heard it more directly to the original of the original, but, but yeah, but, but of course nothing can't beat, um, Ghostbusters one and two in the eighties and, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, those those are classic. Those are classics. So what's your number twenty three? Okay, it's a very crazy and creepy movie. Okay, Yorgos Lanthimos is now one of those Greek directors. I mean, when you watch him, you have he has all these great Hollywood names. Okay, backing him up. But back in the day, he used to make these movies with only Greek unknown actors. Okay, and this movie, Dogtooth, made uh, I think it was like his first major picture, like in two thousand and nine. And it's a crazy, creepy, weird movie about parenting and about parents and about being a parent and i don't know it like freaked me out but i loved it nonetheless so yeah it's, it's insane and it goes insane like quickly like you you don't know like okay what's going on guys okay stop 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 no no and then they start going crazier so for that energy to be in a movie and yet, yet you like it and you feel like wow you guys are chill so yeah that's really dope. That's really dope. Because I, I, I gotta check this out too. I gotta check this out too. So my number twenty-three. My number twenty-three. I got this. I got this movie that made from my artist that was made in the nineteen eighty-four. That was made in nineteen eighty-four, and this movie was pretty interesting. I could watch it as a kid. Hey. After one day, I snuck and watched it late at night and thought I'd watch this movie. And this movie is a classic movie. And. You know, he, he this all is a big deal. All is a big deal. I got Purple Rain. Purple Rain by Prince. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. I can't believe I didn't watch it yet. Wow. Yeah, Purple Rain was made by Never. Can you believe yeah, it? Wow. Yes, yeah, so Purple Rain was made by Prince. Prince. Yeah, Prince. Yeah, the artist Prince. <laughs> It have um Morris Day in it. It had um the Revolution in it, and it's a really wow. really good movie. It's a really good movie, like really good movie. I, um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a rock musical, and it's really dope. I know you definitely would you definitely would enjoy this movie. Definitely, and I like, think it's artsy. It's like it's it's like it's like it's like it's like press like, but it's really not press like. It's, it, it, you would have thought it was a, it was a biopic, but it's not a biopic at all. It's a it's a biopic about his character, but it's not but not really about yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, but it's really good. It's really good. And also, he had he have an album. Even better. He have an, yeah, he have an album of it too. The soundtrack is. Amazing. I know the album. The album of course, which is why. Yes. Yeah, this is like. Yeah, I listened to the songs of the album, but never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 well, you gotta watch the movie. Now, now, now you gotta watch the movie to match the song. Can we watch the movie? The okay. songs make the songs make the songs make more sense. Songs make more sense. And yeah, okay. yeah. And also, this was all Prince. right. Okay. Yeah. So you actually check out Purple Rain. Amazing movie. It's a, it's a classic. It's a classic. So what's your number twenty-two? We're almost done. Oh. 
almost done. Who would have thought? Wow, what a ride. Okay, so number 22 is Nosferatu by Fritz Lang. I love both versions of Nosferatu, but this one, it's just silent and it's just beautiful and gothic and scary and also romantic in my opinion. So, I don't know, like, I love this idea of movies that just take you into another era, another century, another time when people were just completely different from you. And it would still move you, it would still make you feel things. So yeah, and it's also so iconic. Like there is no more iconic. You always remember the shape of Nosferatu the Vampire. Like he's there cemented into our psyches. So yeah, one of my favorites ever. Uh, this movie sounds really good. This movie sounds really good. This is something that I would definitely check out. It creeps on you. I can tell, I can tell, and that, that's really dope. I gotta, I gotta really check this out. So my number twenty-two. You know, last uh, last time we did this episode, Roger Rabbit was number one last episode, and the type of movie Roger Rabbit was yes. was the type of movie Roger Rabbit was was a cartoon and and a live live action movie. So this movie mm-hmm. is an is another one of those movies. It's a cartoon. And a live action. And this was made in 1996. This is definitely a classic. Part 2. Well, well, was my favorite. But part 1 is iconic. I got Space Jam. With Michael Jordan. Bugs Bunny. I love it. I love it. The Looney Tunes, Are you serious? And, and, the, and, oh. and, and the Looney Tunes jazz. And the Looney Tunes jazz. Of course part 2 is trash. The first one. The, like, <laughs> the first one. <laughs> and even can you really- can you remember everybody get up it's time to yep. say now yeah. it. oh what i would dance to this all day all day and come yeah. to the space jam this was the most iconic times of our life was, so of course we have this movies like our favorites and i remember when our dad got us the vh tape too like we watched it like <laughs> on repeat like it would end and then my sister and i like we'd be okay we're gonna watch it again because it was just so cool and michael jordan right. was the deal he was the goat back then like everybody was rooting for him. You know, you know, crazy. We had a VHS. We had a VHS as well, and we watch it until the tape broke. That's how much we love this movie. Me and my family. That's how much you love the movie, yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I, I was a big Buddy fan as well, and I was we a big did. Michael. And I was a big Michael Jordan fan. So this movie love meant Looney Tunes so much. A, a lot. This movie meant a lot to me as a kid, and uh, and, I, and I love this movie. I love you know I love Looney Tunes. So you know. I love them Space, so much. Yeah, Space Jam is my number 22. Here, fun fact. They were supposed to have an original sequel to Space Jam with Michael Jordan in it. A Space Jam with Michael Jordan, but it never happened. He didn't, he didn't want to do a sequel. Also, they wanted to do more, more, sports, more sports people in Space Jam, like Tiger Woods and other sports um greats to be a part of Space Jam with the Looney Tunes. But that I those ideas never yeah. never went through. But and then of course Why the, I tell you? Um I can't remember. I think because I have script, a theory. I think I think it's the script. It's so hard oh, to write. It yeah, has, I think it's the script, yeah. And it's expensive too. It has to and be someone who's exactly it's expensive and they have to be very aware of the sport the yeah, character yeah, yeah. and the cartoons and this exactly, is a combination yeah. that i don't think a lot of people can do 
that is yeah not yeah that's that's really that's really true and and i'm not gonna lie when when part two came out with lebron lebron james i was a little excited about it and then and then when i watched it it's just like i realized that this wasn't for our generation therefore the new lazy yeah for the new generation it wasn't for our maybe for the new guys yeah yeah, it was, yeah. It, 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 it was it was it was a fight. It was a fight. So that's why we were good. Yeah. yeah, maybe good for the younger ones. Yeah, the younger, yeah, the younger, yeah, yeah. So that, the so that why we were forever cherished Space Jam from nineteen eighty six. Yeah, our Space yeah, Jam. Our Space yeah. Jam. So what's your number twenty one? What's your number twenty one? Dun 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 dun. Okay, so I was recently on this. Gosling watch list okay watching all of his older movies and I realized that I had watched mm. The Place Beyond the Pines way back and didn't appreciate it back then probably when it first came out 2012 and then when I rewatched it now even with the knowledge that he fell in love with Eva Mendes during okay. shooting it now it gave it even okay. yes and it's amazing when you see them when you see them in the movie, you could totally tell these were people in love. Sorry, this is not acting. The way she's crying so hard, you could feel this woman really, really has intense feelings for this man. And she's envisioning already a family. Like, you could see her envisioning her family with him. So, watching it, and it's also a very cool movie. Very great acting from Ryan Gosling. D- great direction by Derek Saint France. So, a very beautiful, just weighty movie. Also, a very cool movie for the times, because... Like I said, they don't make cool movies anymore. You don't have this cool guy or cool girl anymore, like um, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman, for example. So mm. when you watch a movie like that, I appreciate it even more because they have it harder now. And what the movie called again? Place oh, I, Beyond the Pines. Yes. Like Place Beyond the Pines. I didn't know. I, I like Eva Mendes. I like Eva Mendes. And yeah, I like her. I like her. Yeah, always, always was a fan of her and stuff Wonderful. like that. She is, yeah, she is wonderful, and yeah, I gotta check this movie out too. You know, because you have to. Fan can. She's so hot. Are you serious? She, she, she is. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I do got a question. Her, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, wait, who? Ryan, Ryan Gosling is married to her, right? Ryan Gosling, right? Married to her, right? She made yeah. Ryan Gosling, right? Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. when they met in this movie, they fell in love. Oh, they, oh, they met, they met in this movie. Oh wow, that's dope. Oh, that's dope. Wow. Yes, and they fell in love, and it was amazing. When you watch it, just watch it and watch their scenes. You would know. You would feel it. I gotta check this out. And sorry, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, I gotta question your wife. <laughs> I gotta question your wife. So, so my, so my number two, so my, so my, so my, so my number twenty, my number twenty-one. This is another Spike Lee joint. Um, this is a classic. Spike Lee had many, many amazing roles, but it's nothing like this movie right here. Like another Spike Lee movie that I love. I gotta do the right thing as my twenty-one. And this is a really, really. I was gonna movie. say, I was gonna yes. say it. Of course. <laughs> do the right thing, yeah. Do the right thing. Nineteen eighty-nine. Spike it's, Lee, Ali Davis. Yes. Samuel Jackson again. <laughs> Samuel Jackson and Martin Lawrence it's in here. It's dope and it's very. Oh. Yeah. Yes. 
he has to be like Samuel L. Jackson is like the darling of all the auteurs. Like all the great directors are after him because he's so iconic and he can portray a lot of things. They have to. He's a chameleon. But seriously, yeah. this movie is just so hard. But it's made in a very it cool is. way. Like it tackles really, really scary topics and just intense yeah. topics, but in a very cool, kind of chill, kind of funny way too. So kudos to Spike. Yeah, yeah, Anytime. yeah, yeah. He's it's a genius. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy drama. It's a comedy drama. And Spike Lee was a genius for this movie. A lot of amazing actors in this movie. And yeah, this movie is iconic as well. Spike Lee did this thing in this movie. Do the right thing. So, Miss Jalen, before you go, do you have any honorable mention? It could be one, two, or three. Do you have any honorable mention? Okay, I have I'm sure I have. Like, I have this amazing German film. It's called System Crasher, and it's directed by Nora Finkscheidt. And it's an amazing portrait of a wild child. Definitely, everybody should check it out. It's in 2019, released in 2019. And also, I have this very stylistic French film, Elevator to the Gallows. And Miles Davis, man, Miles Davis played the soundtrack. Like, can you believe you're watching a movie with Miles Davis? And you are like, oh, I want to be John Moreau walking through Paris while Miles Davis is playing after me. I want to be this person. Like, I want to be in this realm, in this universe. So it's a very, very stylized movie. I definitely recommend these two to everybody. What about you? Dope, dope. Right, so my first one, I got this uh, this romantic movie. It's a very sad movie. It's a very sad movie. I got a wolf to remember. Mandy, Mandy Moore. Ooh. Mandy Moore. The song. Yes. The song. Yeah. yeah this, this is a beautiful movie, man. And yeah, this is a beautiful movie. This movie. Every time I watch this movie, it get me sad every time. And, very. And this, uh, this is like a love story, man. This is a love story movie right here. And yeah, a walk, a walk to remember. And my second movie is is is, is an Eddie Eddie Murphy movie. It got two parts of the movie. I got Forty Eight Hours and another Forty Eight Hours. This is a really stupid movie. I think this is another cop duo, cop buddy movie. I, I believe. Yes. Um, Eddie, this is not a funny movie. This is really dope. I, mean, I know it's Eddie Murphy. I think it's Nick. No, Nick Nick something. Uh, Nick something. His name. But this is a really dope movie as well, and I like this, like this movie. And these, these are my two I recommend to y'all to check out. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I feel like we have a good time doing this, Michelin. I feel like we might need a part three. I feel like we might, we might need a part three of this. We have to. We might need a part three of this. Stuff like Leo, sorry, my, my cat Leo is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be firm with him, but he's just so spoiled. Everybody spoils him Rockstar. Uh, <laughs> but, but Jalen, thank you for coming to the show again, as always. It's always fun to have you on the show. And thank you. We, we have to make part three. And we have to make it. Documentary episode. Every, every gotta be, oh, yeah. every gotta be a documentary. I, I think I might, I think I might have you as my, as my guest co-host when we do these top twenty episodes. Cause it's fun doing these with you. So we, uh, so we, 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 we talk much. about that. In the, we'll Very about much. That yes, but Michaela, let everybody know where they can reach you. Let everybody yes, know where yes. they can reach you. Join your social media. Okay. On. On Twitter, uh, which is called X now, it's Jalen Salman. 
Yeah, uh, X. And there's also this amazing application, Blue Sky. I'm there too, Jailan Salman. And I'm on Instagram as Jailan Salman. So wherever you are, fine. And also there is the J Days YouTube channel where I just post my movie reviews and my snippets from my days and stuff like that. So just catch me there. And, I, and, I, and I'll be watching the OJ days. This is really good. I'll, I'll be enjoying those. So keep keep thank doing your you. thing, Jalen. Keep doing your thing. And thank, thank you, every, you. Thank you. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken. A.K.A. Mr. Gentleman. Now, I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Presents. Spin-off series Thursdays. And spin-off series Thursday is the new home for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Spin-off series. That brought to you shows like A Conversation About Music Podcasts. The Old School Show, and Date Night Talk Podcast, and a conversation about music podcast is a music spin-off series where we talk about anything music, from the current music scene and the old school music scene, where we interview many guests that's in the music industry and artists about their music journey. We have a segment game called The Face-Off which is a versus inspired game. And we have roundtable discussion about variety of music topics. And y'all can check out a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Now, the old school show that featured myself, and the Star Roddy Rod is a show where we discuss anything old school from music, TV shows, movies, and many more. We also bring in guests to join in on the old school conversation. Y'all can check out the old school show with myself and the Star Roddy Rod every fourth. Thursday the 12 a.m. Every fourth Thursday the 12 a.m. And last but not least, we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Bana B, where we talk about anything relationship-related topics like love, dating, relationships, cheating, the good and the bad, and many more. And y'all can check out this spin-off series, Date Night Talk Podcast, every second and third Thursday at the 12 p.m. So look out for Mr. Gentleman, Like That Podcast Presents, spin-off series Thursday, a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday. The Old School Show with myself and the star Riding Rod every fourth Thursdays and date night talk podcast with myself and Miss Vana B every second and third Thursdays. And y'all can check out Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast every Sundays 
for the main series and every Thursday for spin-off series Thursdays. And thank y'all for checking out this commercial break. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. I just want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to the latest episode of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. Thank you to my special guest, Ms. Jay Lynn, for coming to the show. Once again, thank you for coming back. It's always a good conversation when you come on the show. Always fun vibes and always great to have you here. And looking forward to bring you back for the next Top 20 Countdown show. And y'all already know where I'm at every week. Mr. Gentleman Light Up Podcast. Every Sundays for the main series. And every Thursdays for spin-off series Thursdays. Where we feature shows like a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 p.m. Date night talk podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 p.m. And the old school show with myself and the Star Rider Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 p.m. Y'all can also check me out on the Premier Boys podcast with myself, Aaron Quito Sands, the Star Rider Ride, and Lone Live the Chief Money Mel. New episodes every Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Season 4 coming soon. And the four-year anniversary of the Premier Boys Podcast tomorrow. Where we will be announcing the release date for Season 4 of the Premier Boys Podcast. Y'all can also check out other shows from the Premier Poppers. King Talk with Aaron Sands. Hosted by Aaron King Talk Sands. Every Friday's. Star Time Podcast hosted by the Star Riding Ride every Mondays and the Trilogy Podcast hosted by Lone Look Chief Molly Mal coming soon. So check out and support every show on the Premier Podverse Network. If you want to be guest on Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, send me a bio about yourself and everything that you do to my email. Ken, YPGENT at gmail.com or hit me up on social media. Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman. I would be Ken, K E N underscore Mr. M R Gentleman, G E N T L E M A N. And we can set something up for season seven or the spin off series Thursday shows. And y'all know what time is it? It's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's time for the return of Mr. Gentleman, Light Down, shout outs where I shout out five shows and I give them their flowers. And the first show that I will be talking about is this show called Ask Ashley Podcast. You know, featured two girls with the same name, Ashley. And they discuss variety of topics. Discuss, you know, music as well. It's a really cool show. I discovered this, like, probably a couple months ago. And I've been pretty much a fan ever since. Shout out to the Ashleys. And check out the Ask Ashley podcast. Next show that I recently started listening to is called the Small Talk Podcast. You know, two women that talk about various topics like confidence, you know, mental health issues, and many more. I just discovered the show recently at World. And check out the Small Talk Podcast. The next show that I'm going to talk about is this is a 
crossover podcast show. You know, um, four kings, I should say, four dope kings by the name of the League of Kings. It just released their first episode earlier this week. It featured really from the things about this podcast, Big Brother from Big Brother Advice, J Dot from What Is WTS Podcast, and Joe from Both Talk by Joe. And they talk about a variety of topics, you know, mental health, health, um, life, you know, basically, basically everyday life stuff, you know. They just released their first episode earlier this week. Check out the League of Kings podcast. I'm looking forward to see what these brothers is what's going to do with the show. I'm looking forward to it. So the next show I'm going to talk about is the Stupid History Minute, hosted by Key from the Unfiltered um, Network, and basically he got he took about a history lesson in a minute. <laughs> and this is a pretty cool show. It's a pretty cool concept too. You know, shout out to him. Check out the Stupid History Minute. Check out this is just a show that you can just listen to literally one minute. So that's impressive. And the last show that I'm gonna talk about is Crestgasm, hosted by Kendra, who is a part of I Did Not Make the Rake In podcast. I was just on her show recently, and this is a really cool show. She basically talked to guests about their crushes, you know. And when I was on her show, I talked about you know um, Keisha Pen, um, Keisha Knight from you know Cosby, House of Pain, and stuff like that. And it was a really cool show. And I listened to the show too; it was a really good show. Y'all should check it out. Check out the five shows that I just mentioned for the Mr. Gentleman. Like that shout out. Ash Ashley Podcast, Small Talk Podcast, The League of Kings Podcast, The Stupid History Minute, and Chris Gasm. Check out those five shows. That is Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Shoutouts. Y'all already know, add me on Good Pod, Ken, Mr. Gentleman. Good Pod, Ken, to meet the independent podcasters. We can rate each other's shows. We see what everybody listens to, and we have the charts. At this time, it's time for Mr. Gentleman. Lifestyle Achievements, where we spotlight everything that Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Pockets is doing, from charts, um, breaking news, articles, and stuff like that. Of course, we do got the charts, and we got the good part charts, and for the top 100 shows, Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Pockets is number 6 on the normal charts, and number 4 on the indie charts for exciting culture. We are through number 1. For five days, we have two number one for five days on the society and culture. And for a top 100 episodes, episode 125 breaks over at number five on the normal charts and on any charts. And also a conversation about New The Pocket episode 11, my favorite albums at number seven on the normal charts and number 16 on the indie charts. So once again, thank y'all for continuing to listen support rate share with a friend get me on the charts and continue to support me to gentlemen like the podcast y'all already know i had to tell this every episode that i'm grateful for the support that y'all do you know and thank y'all man and just continue to grow this show and we're going to continue to grow season seven you know aka this chapter of season seven called the saga continues so pretty much picking up with six season six left off so yeah, I'd like to continue to support the show and thank y'all. It really means a lot. Um, check out the website, www.realmrgentlemanlikethatpocket.com, where we listen to every episode of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. We watch every video of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. We, we check out guest profile. All 62 guests came on the show. You check every guest appearance that I've been on. 
things about us, Questgasm, and many more. I do got more conspiracies on the way, so look out for it. Y'all can buy merch at the Mr. Gentleman Light the Pocket Store on tpublic.com, or y'all can buy it through the merch. And yeah, support the merch, buy some merch, support Mr. Gentleman Light the Pocket so I could buy some new material because I really want to step up this, this everything, the show, mics. Um, desk, chair, <coughs> laptop, everything. So, if you buy, buy buy merch, you know stuff like that. If you buy merch, you're going to a good place. You're going to to new materials, new equipment for Mister Jim like the podcast, and that would be my focus. So, check out the website www.realmrgentlemanlightthepocket.com. And once again, thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of. Mr. Gentleman, Light Up Podcast, Day Night Talk Podcast with myself and Men Found B. New episode this Thursday at 12 p.m. And of course, another episode, season seven of Mr. Gentleman, Light Up Podcast next Sunday at 12 p.m. Have a good day or night wherever you're listening to this episode. My name is Lacey, and you are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.